Welcome to Tips from Trestle. This podcast is dedicated to discussing the senior living industry with a unique focus on food, hospitality, and leadership. I'm your host, Aaron Fish. As a 25-year veteran of the hospitality industry, I've focused my work on creating exceptional experiences for the customers we serve. My goal for this podcast? Educate, inform, and inspire leaders in senior living to bring food and hospitality to the front of mind in our industry. Let's bring the innovative and passionate spirit of hospitality to everything that we do. For the residents, families, guests, and employees we serve each and every day. So what are we waiting for? Let's get to it. Joining me today on Tips from Trestle is Greg Gorgoni. Greg is the co-founder of Pineapple Academy, an online training portal. Greg is a graduate and former chef instructor of Johnson & Wales University with over 35 years of experience in food service and hospitality management. With a successful track record in the restaurant and hospitality industry, Greg has brought his unique insights and leadership style to the healthcare industry to deliver a more patient-centered, culinary-driven experience while still keeping careful focus on financial objectives and resident patient satisfaction. During the initial stages of his career, Craig quickly transitioned from executive chef to restaurant and hotel general management, hospitality, and restaurant development. Energized by the changes in healthcare food service, Craig has been helping transform senior living communities and hospitals into a more hospitality-based food service model. Greg has developed and implemented operational policy and procedures for all types and sizes of operation. In addition to his operational experience, Greg has managed concept development projects, kitchen design, and grand openings for hotels, restaurants, USRs, and healthcare operations. Greg has been a speaker and presenter at regional and national conferences for the Association of Food and Nutrition Professionals, the Association of Healthcare Food Service, the Missouri Healthcare Association, the Tennessee Healthcare Association, distributor partner events, and DMA's Good to Best Conference, as well as the Alumni Association at Johnson & Wales University. Greg, thank you for joining me today on Tips for Trestle. Thanks, Aaron. It's good to be here. Appreciate it. Yeah, I'm excited. You know, full disclosure, we are working together. My company, yes. Trestle Hospitality and Pineapple Academy, uh, have an affiliate agreement. But I wanted to talk with you today uh, about your approach to training because, sure. uh, it, you know, it drew me to you guys because of the way you approach it. It's a little bit different than some of the other uh, online training modules and tools that are out there. And so can you kind of let the listeners know, give them a brief overview, what sure. exactly does Apple Academy do? Sure. So uh, I'm going to, I'm going to, give you a little history first and kind of take you to why pineapple. And so, you know, um, and it was funny, you're, you're reading my my bio and, and I need to update it now because it's now it's over 40 years. So I w- I'm feeling very old right now after I heard all that. So it's like, oh my goodness. So, but, uh, but the truth of the matter is, you know, I have been in hospitality and food service for over 40 years. And um, I would say 70% of that has been specifically in operations. And so, I've had the pleasure of um, of leading a, a lot of groups and a lot of different types of organizations uh, with successful hospitality and food service programs, and and I've been very very fortunate working with some great mentors and people who have, uh, I've learned a lot from over the years, and uh, and, and helps me grow my 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 skill sets and it's helped me you know grow my knowledge base. 
But uh, I did, I've done a lot of like in-person training. I, I've developed, you know, training programs, particularly for culinary and food service staff uh, in hotels and in restaurants. Um, I, I actually became a chef instructor for Johnson & Wales for several years, for four years. I, I taught at the Charleston campus. So I got to learn, you know, how to build a curriculum and, and what all of that in, in, entailed, which was awesome. I mean, it was, that was one of the, my, that was probably one of the funnest jobs I've ever had is actually just being in a lab, you know, with students of ages from, you know, 18 to 35 to 40, you know, because I also did the advanced program uh, at Johnson Wales during the summer times where it was mostly people that were like in their, you know, later twenties and thirties who were looking for career changes or whatnot. And so uh, I've been able to work with a lot of different people that way and, and learn about how, what works best for training. So then uh, fast forward, I start working in, in the hospital space and you start seeing, you know, a whole different set of skill sets or lack of, I should say, you know, coming from the hotel industry. When you're in the hotel industry, the skill sets, at least back then when I was in it, are, are, are a bit higher, particularly the higher end properties. You have people that, you know, went to culinary school, went to hospitality school, you know, graduates of Cornell, you know, graduates of, of the University of Florida programs, you know, all these noted, you know, schools and have had worked in some great, you know, whether it be Four Seasons or, you know, Rich Carlton, you know, all these different type of brands that really spend the time to train their people. And, and so when you experience those type of hotel experiences, that's the secret sauce, folks. It's nothing. It's training and knowledge. Training, it's it's, training, it's training, 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 training. So, yeah. I mean, that is the secret sauce. Now, fast forward, I go into hospitals and, and what do you see? You, you see there are some culinary graduates, uh, granted, that are, that are out there in healthcare, uh, but you see a lot of people who have only worked in, in healthcare. They've never been outside of it. So they know what they know, and they've never been outside of that space. And, and so the clinical side of food service in, in hospitals and senior living has really pushed their agenda or their processes for decades because it was more of a registered dietitian type role. Well, in today's market, it's not only the registered dietitian, but it's also the culinary arts or the hospitality expert because- well, the as we know, has changed. it's totally changed. Uh, and so, so the, what, what the, the, what the need is today is to get people up to speed and give them the skill sets they need in food service and hospitality as quickly as possible so that hospitals and senior living can deliver great food and service to their residents and their customers and, and their patients. And so it's a very important piece of the business as far as I'm concerned. From a marketing and positioning and patient resident satisfaction, there's, you know, there's nothing you can do to move the needle quicker, easier, uh, and faster than give them great food and service to your residents and your patients to see them, see those, those scores go way, way up. Yeah, absolutely. So, so basically the why behind pineapple is that I saw the same type of lower skill sets across the country, whether as in Hawaii, Alaska, or in Florida, or in the Midwest, skill sets are or were where, they, where they're at. And so I became a consultant. I traveled around the country and I did in-person training, which is awesome. I loved it. But the thing you realize, you can only touch so many people doing that. And there's turnover. 
So where, what's the solution? Online is in, in basically having permanent training that's assigned and tracked so that people have learning tracks to get them to where they're at. Whether they start day, day one as a pot washer or a prep cook, a cook, a supervisor, or a server in a dining room, it, all those are skill sets. These are things that people should know and they have to know, particularly from a regulatory point of view. Um, it's not just about hand washing and HIPAA. Uh, there's, if you really understand what, what you know, the Centers for Medicaid and Medicare and Joint Commission, what they're looking for, they're looking for an experience, a food service experience for the residents' patients. It's not just about regulatory compliance. It's about how, how well is the food prepared? How is it plated, presented? Is it respectful to the residents? Is it respectful to the patients? Do they have free will? I mean, you know, are, are the residents getting what they're asking for? Are the patients able to get what they're asking for? Uh, so it's very much, uh, you know, person-centered type activity. And so when you see the amount of knowledge that needs to be given and the training, the only way you really could do it and scale it is online. And so we hatched four years ago, the Pineapple Academy, my business partner, Tucker Graves and I, uh, we, from similar type viewpoints from a different angles coming at this business, uh, we recognize the same problem. And uh, with him, it was the lack of nice skills. With me, it was a little bit more, but he saw that early on in his career. It's like, heck, some of these people don't even know how to, how to use a knife correctly. And it's yeah. like, yeah, that's the problem. No, I so, remember yeah. as an operator, I mean, you bring up knife skills. I remember as an operator, we were doing our own kind of in-house training videos and it takes a lot of time. And really one of the first places we started with knife skills i pulled a yeah. chef in and we just here are the different knives here are the different That's right you know being able to to make take something like that and see the value of the training and putting it online i mean it, it kind of is can be astounding to think that that's a place where you would need to start but right definitely needed in our industry so what one of the things that kind of drew me to pineapple was the approach you guys take to it yeah um, and i the way I think you guys describe it is micro learning. Yes. So kind of talk to us as to why you took the micro learning approach with how you do things versus some of the other uh, competitors out there. Sure. So um, if you really, if you really take a look at the landscape out there and what, what people are attracted to, what they're doing, it's technology, you know, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter. These are all short bursts of information. And, and, and if you look at the average length of, of, uh, of music, as an example, a song, I mean, it, it's something like it's somewhere around three and a half minutes. Yeah. You know, there, there's these there's definitely studies out there and you can look them up, the, you know, the, the, the science behind micro learning. But if you are hitting five minutes or less in a video presentation with, you know, one subject, you know, it's not like we squeeze a whole bunch of information into five minutes. It's like we talk about one thing, you know and then move on to the next. And if it's only a, a minute, then fine. If it's just a minute, it's a minute. But if it's five minutes, it's five. But it's one subject. Yeah. And so that way, the learner can use their smartphone, a tablet, uh, any device, and at their own pace, they can go through this. And the retention, when you watch a video and listen to it, the retention level goes way up exponentially, like 80% retention levels, oh. you know, and as opposed to, 
you know, following a guy around and, and trying to learn on the job and kind of fumbling around with that or looking at a PowerPoint or trying to read a book or something like, like that or some unbelievably long video. I mean, one of the things that we get feedback all the time, and I'm not going to mention names, but there's there's content that's out there that many food service workers are uh, uh, aware of. And these are very long, 30, 45 minutes to an hour videos. And it's like, it's like nobody can get through these things anymore. It's yeah. like the attention span just isn't there. And it's just this droning on. And it's just, it's just not very effective to deliver that. And so when you go to take the quiz or the test afterwards, or you talk to them, it's like, you talk, or a week later, you ask them, they don't remember any of it. Yeah. All they were trying to do is, is get it, just do the test to pass. Well, when you use micro learning, suddenly people are like, oh, this is kind of fun. And yeah. it's like, it makes learning enjoyable because we're not giving you fluff. We're giving you tools and, and showing you how to do your job. Uh, yeah. And so, you know, there we are out there, you know, sweeping and cleaning around a dumpster and showing you how to clean the dumpster and why you do it or the loading dock or the, the walk-ins. I mean, it's real life. Uh, what goes on every day in a commercial kitchen, you know, we, we yeah. try to show you pertinent things and not, and not fill it with information that you don't need right now. And, and we build it what's on a, what's called a gradient approach to learning. So we give you fundamentals first, you know, how to wash produce and your knife skills. Those are fundamentals. Yeah. You know, that's where you go from the pot washer to being a prep cook is when you learn how to wash the produce and cut it. Now you're a prep cook, you know, and then go, go from that. And then you, we show you how to saute and grill. Now, you know, how starting to learn how to cook. So it's this progression of knowledge and information so that on the job, you can move your, you can move up in the organization by doing these trainings. Uh, the other piece of that, that I find so valuable is maybe it doesn't take the first time and yeah. having the ability to go back and it's not going to take me 30 minutes and right. take me away from my station. I can pull my phone out or I can grab a tablet. I can That's literally right. tap my station, go back and look at how do I use that knife? That's right. How do I do this task? And it's almost like you fill that kind of downtime with the ability to do these, this micro learning, this micro training, which brings way more value to the day than having somebody sit in a classroom for four That's hours right. and watch a bunch of videos. Right. You know, we call that teachable moments, right? So you're walking through the kitchen and you see something that isn't quite the way it needs to be. And you don't have to embarrass anybody and, and you know, be the old school chef. Go, no, you know, throw pans and stuff. No, that stuff doesn't work. I mean, it's yeah. just not, it's just not the world we live in. And so now you can just stop. You can do one of two things. You can, you can just go back to your computer and assign that to somebody and just say, hey, look, uh, Aaron, I need you to watch this video again, please, and report compliance on that, and, and we'll have a conversation about it. Or like you just said, stop in the middle of the kitchen. You can even bring everybody, hey, guys, we're going to have a teachable moment here. Throw on the TV screen, watch a video to talk about it. it takes five minutes. Everybody moves on, you know, but everybody yeah. got that same message. And yeah. what's great about micro learning and online learning, everybody's hearing and seeing the exact same thing. Yeah. Uh, so it's not... It's not the uh, the person who's been around for 20 years, you know, teaching you and missing a bunch of stuff or giving you uh, and sometimes maybe some bad habits uh, that might have creeped in over time. Uh, everybody's on the same page talking the same language. 
Yeah, no, that makes so much sense. You know, and I think about one of the things I always preach to, to operators is, you know, every day you've got to do some sort of learning, right? I always say right. you're doing a pre-service meeting. That's the perfect opportunity. Yes, it is. Having a video show, it can help break that up, right? You know, yes. you want to share things and you want to mix up the training and something like that. But being right. able to pull out in a five or eight minute stand up pre-service meeting saying, hey, let's watch this video on using a chef's knife or let's yep. watch this video on how to use a fryer properly or whatever right. it might be. No, now you're, you're in getting them engaged. Like you said, the message is the same and it's consistent and kind of helps you keep that institutional knowledge, if you will, because it's captured there and it's, you know, repeatable from the details. Exactly. Right. So. And, and I'll, I'll tell you what we've done. As a matter of fact, we just launched it this week. As a matter of fact, Aaron is now we have training by job role. So, Again, utility, prep cook, cook, supervisor, or, or front of the house. So you got five categories right now. And, and pretty much everybody in your organization falls into one of those five, those five categories. So on day one, you hire that person, boom, they're into that learning track at that point. And if, if you see they get through it really quick, well, you know what? Just encourage them to keep going. You know, it's all good. But at least you know they have the skill sets to do that job and, and yeah. learn it quickly and effectively. Uh, that's the other thing is, getting people up to speed quickly because people, you know, new hires, whether they're experienced or not, uh, it's nerve wracking sometimes yeah. to start a new job and you don't want to look like the dummy, right? You don't want to be that, you know, you don't yeah. want to feel embarrassed because you don't know. Well, you don't, you don't have to feel that way anymore. Now that you have some online learning that you can, that you can, you know, jump on and take a look at. Yeah. It, that's a great segue into one of the things I, I wanted to talk to you about was kind of creating customized programs, right? You know, one of the things that I offer in my business is the ability to come in and, you know, customize your training program to your company, your culture, your communities, um, you know, and employee retention and recruitment is such a huge thing. And kind of what you're talking about with job roles and being able to build something like that, I think falls into that ability to create a custom training program. And so, yes. um, how do you guys work with companies like mine, Trestle Hospitality Concept? Oh, yeah. To do that with your, your customers and your operators? Right. Great question. So um, clearly we're online, uh, so we don't go on property. Uh, whereas a consultant like yourself um, actually physically goes into an operation. So you have a much different vantage point of that operation than, say, we would. Um and frankly, a lot of operators, they, this type of training and this approach to training is, is fairly new, particularly in the food service arena. And so a lot of operators and even HR departments don't quite know how to get their arms around it, right? Yeah. And so, so it's really important that what we, that we do is we show operators how to use this as a tool. So a guy like you who's on the ground and you identify the gap. So you go in, you do an audit as an example, and, and then you do a gap analysis. And then basically you're saying, here, here's your, here's what you need to learn. Or, or it could be a plan of correction, you know, type of situation if you're in a healthcare situation. So it's like, okay, Mr. Client, here's what I've identified. Here's where, where you're lacking. You definitely need training. And here are the areas that I identified. And here is Pineapple Academy. And this is what we're going to do to train your staff. And I'll, I will help administrate it. 
I'll help answer the questions. And then I'll come back from time to time to check competencies and all that. And suddenly everybody is elevated from the dishwasher on up to senior management. Everybody gets elevated by this activity because suddenly you have a, uh, an outside set of eyes and ears managing a process improvement that not only includes your stuff, like it could be menu planning, it could be, you know, management training, what, whatever else you're doing, but you're also touching from the dishwasher to the cooks, to everybody else, the front of the house. So everybody is getting a lift. Everybody's getting education and everybody is, is now starting to talk the same language and have the same goals and purposes. Yeah. I, you know, for me, everything you said makes so much sense, right? Being able to, you know, go into the operation, you know, but be also be able to say, Hey, you know, there is baseline training, like let's build your onboarding program. And you know, you can't do it all video. That just won't work. Right. But having the ability to plug in on day one through seven, various levels of video that you can also have them doing work and doing yep. work alongside. Exactly. So it creates a great complement uh, to that initial training program. Totally. And, and then again, like I was, we were saying earlier, you know, then you have the fallback of I need to continually learn and continually train. Because right. I really think that that's probably one of the biggest uh, misses that happen is operators and companies will spend so much time. I did this myself, uh, you know, when I was with an operator was we would spend hours and hours and hours building that onboarding and that training. And we developed basically a college level course that was right. our onboarding program when it came to management. But then what do you do after that? Right. Having, right. A, having a program like pineapple, be able to get in there and, provide that initial support and then the ongoing support. I think it's so valuable. So, um, it really is. One of the things you mentioned earlier that I wanted to kind of circle back to was you talked about um, being in a, a lab with students yeah. that are 18 all the way up to 35 or 40. You know, in the food service world, you walk into that every single every day. day. Especially in senior living, you've got yeah. high school age servers and dishwashers yeah. All the way up to sous chefs and executive chefs and line cooks who have been in the industry for 20, 25, 30 sure. years. So talk to us a little bit about how you guys approach that, the difference yeah. between an 18-year-old learner and a 40-year-old learner. Right. That's a really great question. Um, so the first thing I would say is the, the, the key to the success of a Pineapple Academy implementation is support from senior management. Um, you've really, you have to, the culture of your organization has, has to be one of employee engagement and really servant leadership where you understand as a leader, as an owner, or, or whatever your role is in management, you understand that your sole job is to, is to give the tools to your team so they can do the processes and the work they need to do to create raving customers. So you need to have raving team members so yeah. you can get raving customers. I mean, there is no, that, that's no secret. I mean, we've heard, you know, Sir Richard Branson has said that, you know, for decades, you yeah. know, invest in your people and your people will take care of your customers. Nothing can be more true, particularly in hospitality. Um, you know, it's like you're only as good as your last interaction with a customer. So whether it be the pot washer or the manager, that last interaction with that customer 
is the image that that customer has about your organization. So think about that. It's not the CEO. It's not, it's not anybody really. It's just whoever had the last conversation with an individual person is that is the impression of your company, right? Absolutely. So it's important that we all understand that everybody has a role in this dance that we call food service and hospitality. And everybody is important to it. You cannot, you can't have a successful kitchen with no pot washers and dishwashers. You cannot have a successful dining room without the bus boy or the bartender. You cannot have a, a successful culinary program without some cooks that have some skills on how to cook food properly. Yeah. So it just doesn't happen. And so, um, so by having leadership engage with say middle management or supervisors to really focus on them initially, it's like, this is the direction we need to go in. This is what the tools that we need. We recognize that we need to invest into our teams and we want to, we want to do this with our support services, whether it be EVS, food service, whatever. And, and we, and we want to take this serial, seriously, just like we invest into the doctors and the nurses and the RDs and, you know, the people with, with the graduate degrees and stuff, we have to do the same thing for the line staff. Um, it, it's a different skill set, but it's still, it's still a profession. I mean, uh, you know, I've known professional pot washers that yeah. have been professional dot pot washer for 30 years. They're just phenomenal people and they do a great job and they've been in the same, you know, organization for 30 years. Um, same thing. I mean, go to New York City, go to go see with the waiters in some of these better restaurants. I mean, these are professional waiters who have done this as a career. Now, unfortunately, in, in our country, there seems to be a little bit of a, a misunderstanding what it means to be in service of others. Uh, some people looked at as a weakness or, uh, you know, I'm better than that, I, you know, to serve others. Well, I have a message for everybody. Uh, we're all here on this earth to serve others. So whether, whether, yeah. whether, you know, it, it, that's just the, that's just what we're here to do is to help take care of each other. And so, and, and so it's really important that we invest in our people and we inspire them to it. So once you get that agreement from the supervisors and in the management of that department, then, you know, we suggest you onboard them first let them have some wins with pineapple and then implement it with everybody and then use it as an onboarding tool and a carrot to hire people. It's like, Hey, we're going to provide you career development opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that piece probably speaks to the older employee more so yes. than maybe that 18 or 19 year old. They're going to decide what they want to do eventually. But somebody who is like you said, a hospitality professional and you say, we're going to develop you as a hospitality professional, you know, Basically, it's like saying, hey, we have a master class on how to be a hospitality professional if you come work for us. Right. So why don't you come here, be a part of our team? There I you think go. That speaks volumes, what you're saying about um, being able to touch kind of all of the, the different ages. So, totally correct. Um, we're kind of coming up on time here, Greg. And sure. so uh, anything you else you want to add uh, about uh, what Pineapple can offer? Uh, anything like that. And also I'd love for you to leave, uh, let the listeners know how they can get a hold of you or Pineapple Academy sure. to, to talk further. Sure. So um, a couple of things that I just want to just make sure that everybody understands is, you know, the way, the way we look at food services, there's three elements to food service. There are the people, 
there's the supplies and, and all the things you need, the food, whatever. And then there's the environment, right? The physical place. And so um, you can have a, a, a lousy looking dining room, but still have great food and service. You can have a, uh, you can have a okay food, but great service. Uh, I, where I'm getting to is at the end of the day, food service is only as good as the people. You can have a gorgeous dining room. You can have beautiful food. But if the staff are not engaged and the staff aren't happy, well, guess what happens to that customer experience? It doesn't matter how beautiful the dining room is. It doesn't matter how nice the food is. If the service isn't good and, and or the service, servers are crass or don't care, uh, suddenly that experience is very poor. So we have to understand that we have to invest in our people. Um, the, the, the way we used to manage teams when I was coming up is sort of a sort of a I call it a post World War II mentality of a top down management style, which yeah. comes from the military. I mean, the military has to run like that. I get it, but out here in the in the rest of the world, uh, in the in the in the so um, public sector, no, not so much. The private sector. So we really we we have to treat people as individuals, uh, understand what their goals are, what their needs are, and treat them no differently than you would anybody else in the organization. Uh, food service staff are are not uh, the number on their paycheck or their position on the schedule. They're not a number nine or a you know whatever. Uh, they're individuals and they all have their own needs. And so I really hope to shift the attitudes and viewpoints of management to when they look at their staff, they see the people and see the value they bring and, and what benefits those individuals with the right training, the right mentoring and coaching, what they can become. You know, yeah. if you're a manager, you got there for a certain reason, uh, you need to create that opportunity to let other people come up through the ranks also and achieve what they want to achieve. Uh, well, and some people want to stay in hourly staff and, and that's all, that's fine too, but you need to have a positive, good environment for them to be in. And so that, that's, that's the message I would give to people. Um, where we're going to go with that is we're providing a new platform that we're going to roll out in early 2023, where we're going to have a whole bunch of content out there. Um, we're going to have the manufacturers bring their stuff in. We're going to have other creators, even like yourself, bring their content in. We want to create a, an ecosystem and be a hub for the industry where people can not only do training, but can also learn and do research and find tools to improve their organization. So this is all coming in 2023. We're very excited about it. Uh, check us out at pineappleacademy.com. Uh, we also have a Facebook page and we also have a LinkedIn presence as well, uh, Pineapple Academy. So um, pretty soon uh, we're also gonna be launching a podcast in the beginning of the year as well. I'll just go ahead and plug that here now. Oh, nice. So the whole idea is to do a similar thing like you're doing, but but really trying to bring best practice to everybody and, and make them, you know, just make this information readily available so everybody can access it. Yeah. That, there can't be too much content. So that's no. exciting news. And so, yes. um, and there, all the links to contact you will be in the show notes and, and I'm excited Great. for you guys. I'm excited to be working with you guys. Cause I think there's a lot of same here potential going forward to just make the industry a better place. I, and I appreciate it. I, I, and I'll leave you with this. Anybody can go on our website in the top right-hand corner says free trial. Just click on that button, go in there, 
and you can see all of our content. You can be on our platform and you can look at anything. The only thing that doesn't happen is until you register and pay for it, it doesn't track what you're doing and give you reports, but you can watch any video that's in there. So please yep. do and have a look. Yep. We'll drop a, a free trial link in the show. Notes oh, thank well. you. Yeah. So, yeah. Use great. yours. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Greg, thanks so much for joining me today here on Tips from Trestle. This has been a great conversation and I look forward to hopefully chatting with you again in the future about uh, how things are going. Absolutely. Thank you, Aaron. I appreciate your time. So there you have it. Another one in the books. Thanks again, everybody, for listening. You can follow or direct message me on LinkedIn, where I'm always commenting and posting about food, hospitality, and leadership for the senior living industry. Or give me a follow on Twitter at AHFish or Instagram at Aaron H. Fish. And check out my company, Trestle Hospitality Concepts, at www.trestlehospitalityconcepts.com. I'm your host, Aaron Fish, and this has been another episode of Tips from Trestle.